Letters from a Glass House is a not-for-profit ministry of the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Venice, Florida. Support us today at UUCOV.org. In the interest of time, we are going to drop the uh, centering hymn and go straight to the sermon. These words are adapted from a piece by Reverend D.C. Fortune. Alone in the darkness, a single flame can illuminate and bring hope. Alone in the darkness, a single flame must eventually burn out and go dark. Our lives are a flicker of time between kindling and exhaustion, bringing light to the world through the love we share. As we gather around our chalice flame, let us remember and celebrate the lives we share and the lives we have lost, and welcome one another into the circle of light. Welcome in. <laughs> Those are lovely words. They're lovely words at the end of a week filled with conflict in the Middle East and politics. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're talking about both art and the holiday of Diwali today. And it struck me as I was writing that the best art the most meaningful art does exactly that. It welcomes you in. Maybe that's why we have so many artists here. Art welcomes you into the mind and the heart, into the life of the artist. It welcomes you into the circle of all people who've had the experience of seeing the painting or hearing the song. And the best part, maybe the most beautiful part, is that not everybody will like the piece. Not everybody likes the song. If everybody likes what you're doing, <laughs> it's a little too milk toast. <laughs> the beauty of art is that some people are going to hate it. But like it or hate it, we have experienced it. We are part of the same circle. We're welcomed into the same community of those who've had an experience with the peace, regardless of where we fall on the like-dislike spectrum. Now this week is Diwali, celebrated by Hindus and Jains and Sikhs and newer Buddhists, each faith does it a little bit differently. It marks different historical events and different stories. But for each group, the festival represents the exact same thing. Victory of light over darkness, knowledge over ignorance, and good over evil. What an awesome holiday for us to talk about as we work through our Right to Read Festival, as we celebrate art, Diwali is a very you-you kind of holiday. Diwali tells us that it doesn't matter what particular story or metaphor you're using. We're all celebrating the same thing. The idea that good 
is going to win. Now, depending on what part of India you are in, part of Diwali involves honoring one of two goddesses or avatars of the same goddess. First, there's Lakshmi. And Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth and prosperity. And she's worshipped throughout the year and on some special holidays. Her holiday during the week of Diwali is called, and then please excuse my pronunciation, Kojagari Lakshmi Puja. And the word Kojagara is said to mean the night of awakening. And it's derived from the question Kojagordi, which means who is awake. So Lakshmi comes to earth on this day and goes around asking the question, who is awake? In order to get blessed, people light their lamps and they celebrate all night so that when they feel her presence, they can yell, I am awake. I am awake and I deserve good things. I don't know about you. That's hard for me to say in a loud, loud voice. Hi, I'm Amy and I deserve good things. <laughs> Something inside me goes, oh, be humble. No, you... No, this holiday says, no, not that off. I am and I deserve good things. Lakshmi is bright and beautiful and glittery. She's the light flashing off all the good things just harvested, the light that shines on gold coins, the gold in the shine of a chalice, or on the edges of a book when they've been glittered, she is the creative form of God, the mother. She creates through birth. She creates all the good and beautiful things in the world. She is the goddess of the creative process. You honor Lakshmi by setting up an altar draped in red. There's no humbleness here. Red, screaming red. You offer money and rice and oil and good-smelling spices, and you are very clear when you set this altar up. You're honoring her because you want good things to come to you. You want there to be more good than evil or bad in your world. This is not bribery. This is, here are beautiful, expensive things. Here's some gold stuff. Here's pretty glitter. Because I want good things. This is hard to do for modern Americans who, in general, are nice people. It's really hard to say, gimme. Lakshmi asked, who is awake and is there to give them what they want because they are awake and looking for her? She brings the light of prosperity and the joy in getting what you want. You remember how you felt when you were a child on Hanukkah or Christmas when you opened that present and it was the exact right present? Or maybe it was a birthday? Or maybe it was just the joy of looking in the window of a store and finding the perfect thing. That pure joy of that, that is what I want. That's what Lakshmi brings. But she brings it only to the people who dare to claim it. 
You have to say, I'm awake and I want it. You have to light the light. You have to make the art. You have to ask. You have to celebrate. Lakshmi tells us it is okay to take your own side, to ask for the things that bring you joy, and here's the caveat, as long as they are really good things. It's okay to ask for enough food, as long as you don't ask that it comes from someone else's plate so that they starve. It's okay to ask for peace and an end to war as long as you don't ask for the utter destruction of other people. It's okay to ask for enough money as long as that doesn't impoverish someone else. The goddess says, ask and I'll give you enough to share with the world. So the Lakshmi aspect of the goddess says it's okay to want good things to happen. Now, a 3,500-year-old goddess might not seem very relevant, but her message is we have all kinds of people in our country trying to figure out how to work together. Lakshmi says, ask boldly and clearly for what you want. Ask for something to be given to you rather than taken away from someone else. If you're following the way of this goddess, you're always speaking positively. You do not say, this is what I hate, but instead, this is what I love. Never, this is what I would destroy, but instead this is what I would build. So a conservative, a Republican, a Democrat, an extreme liberal, they can all ask for peace. They can all ask for enough for their family, for jobs, for good health, to be safe, to be loved. They can all come together in a UU church This honors that glowing light inside you that Lakshmi reflects. Now the other goddess aspect, and this is wild, that is celebrated during Diwali is Kali. Any of you heard of Kali? You've probably seen her with all the arms. That's Kali. And according to a Bengal legend... After the gods lost in a battle with demons, goddess Kali was born from the forehead of goddess Durga. It's a very non-traditional birth there. (laughs) And she was a personification of female power. She was born to save heaven and earth from the cruelty of the demons of the world. But after killing all the demons, Kali lost control and she started killing anything that got in her way. It only stopped when Lord Shiva intervened, and you see the Makali images with the tongue hanging out and the arms with the weapons. That is the moment when she steps on Lord Shiva and repents. The worship of Kali involves an idea that is not common in the West, the idea that the ultimate You can call it God, you can call it whatever you want, but whatever ultimate there is, 
is good and bad at once. They say fire can cook your food or it can burn down a house. Dedication can get results, but zealotry will destroy a cause. Kali can create or destroy with her presence, and it reminds us that this is all a relative human experience and that the universe is greater and more complex, more gray than some simplistic black and white world. At Diwali, you celebrate that amazing complexity by lighting a lamp and remembering that even Kali calmed down. Even Kali, the killer, returned to the light, refound peace. Darkness ends. Lakshmi and Kali are two faces of the same idea, the idea that it is good to ask for and fight for and create what is wanted and needed, and that it is needless and useless and dangerous to lose sight of positive goals. So take your own side. Set those positive goals. Create what you will. Ask the universe for what you need. Work to make it happen. Each of us holds an amazing light inside. Each of us can work for the light and bring the light into the world as we work for the positive things we want and need, as we create the things we can envision. So light your own lamps this week and every week. Work for the good. Let your life be a light in the world for as long as you are alive. Alone in the darkness, a single flame can illuminate and bring hope. Alone in the darkness, a single flame must eventually burn out and go dark. Our lives are a flicker between kindling and exhaustion, bringing light into the world through the love we share and the things we create. So welcome, welcome in to a circle of light where you do not have to think alike to be welcome. I am so glad you are here. Amen.